The following information is intended for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice. The views expressed do not reflect those of this broadcaster. Should you choose to implement this information, please do so only with the assistance of a licensed medical professional. Neither the presenter nor this broadcaster assume any responsibility for any adverse effects or consequences that may result. If you take a raw carrot, plant it in the ground, it will grow. If you do the same with a cooked carrot, it will not grow. The difference is enzymes. Enzymes are the life force that transfers from the sun to your food to your body. Raw foods with living enzymes intact are the key to optimal health. And raw food supplements are one step better, offering a concentrated amount of living enzymes. But not all products on the shelf labeled raw are the same. So how do you know what's good and what's not? you test it. That's exactly what the Raw Food Lab is all about at the Hallelujah Diet. And Vice President of the Hallelujah Diet, Olin Idle, joins us today and he's about to give you a health awakening. Welcome to The Health Awakening, I'm your host, Scott Laird. If you're trying to improve your health, one of the easiest ways to do it is with a raw juice powder that you can just mix up and drink during your busy day. But some are better than others because of one simple thing, enzymes. It makes a big difference whether the juice powder you're drinking has living enzymes. And here to explain why is the Vice President of the Hallelujah Diet, Olin Idol. Olin, welcome back to The Health Awakening. Thank you, pleasure to be here. So enzymes, what exactly is an enzyme and why do we need them? I think when we talk about enzymes, we need to go back and, and look at the contributions Dr. Edward Howell has made to this whole discovery of enzymes and the function in the body. You know, he wrote the book uh, Enzyme Nutrition and also Food Enzymes. And uh, Dr. Howell tells us there's three types of enzymes. There's endogenous enzymes, there's digestive enzymes, and then there's food enzymes. And the endogenous enzymes are what makes our body function. Everything in the body needs enzymes to carry it out. One researcher tells us there's over 98 different enzymes found just in the arteries with the blood flow mm. and the functions it carries out. So uh, we need those enzymes for our body to function the way it was intended to. Then we need the digestive enzymes that our body produces to help digest our foods. And then when we eat living foods, foods with enzymes intact, we're consuming enzymes that help digest those foods, and it also helps take the stress off of the body from having to produce so many enzymes. Okay, so now where do the enzymes come from in our body to help digest the food? Uh, the pancreas produces a lot of our digestive juices, uh, but the digestion begins in our mouth with the saliva. We have digestive enzymes in our mouth, and uh, that starts the digestive process. And uh, Dr. Howell gave us the, the theory that if we eat living foods, we're conserving that enzyme potential. The body don't have to produce as many enzymes to digest it. And part of the reason that we succumb to disease and old age more quickly is because we're eating a dead food diet and our body has to produce all the enzymes to digest it and we're depleting our enzyme potential. Dr. Howell had the belief that we're born with a, a bank account potential of enzymes. And if we're conserving that by eating raw foods, the body has more enzymes to carry out the metabolic functions and to prevent illness and to deal with bacteria and things of that nature. But if we're exhausting it on cooked dead food, then we succumb to illness quicker because we, we've lost that enzyme potential that carries out the metabolic processes in the body. 
Now you worked for the Hallelujah Diet, and I've worked also for the Hallelujah Diet. And I think we know that uh, that theory. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of proof in that theory because we see that when people went back to raw living foods, uh, their body would spring back essentially and heal themselves of of diseases. Absolutely, and, and our premises is we go back to Genesis 1:29. God created the human body. It was designed to be nourished optimally with raw foods. And uh, today, if we can eat as close to that as we can, we enjoy a much higher level of health. Now, I, raw foods in general, so you were talking about raw carrots, raw, you know, raw fruits and vegetables, obviously. Um, now, why can't we just rely on those? Why would we have to go to something like a juice powder? Well, and we said earlier that we'd like to base our diet and lifestyle on Genesis 1.29, but we live in conditions today that are far removed from what they were back in just the biblical days of the New Testament, let alone in Genesis 1.29. So our foods are deficient. They're grown in deficient soil, even if they're organic. Uh, our environment is toxic. Our foods are toxic. Our water is toxic. So we need to concentrate the nutrition as much as we can and, and get it into the body so it can start rebuilding and function the way God intended. Now, a large part of that is achieving uh, the, or, or looking at the acid-alkaline balance. So all of these things you've mentioned that are, are de detrimental to our health are causing a lot of acid load and we need to put as much alkaline in as possible. Is that correct? Right. Our, our body's designed to be most efficient on an alkaline-forming diet. and. Uh, we, we believe about 80% alkaline, 20% acid-forming diet is optimal, and that's pretty much the way the Hallelujah diet balances out. Uh, you know, we allow 25%, 15% cooked food, 75, 85% raw food, and, and that gives us a good balance and primarily alkaline-forming foods. So now, if raw foods are, are better, why, why would we have any cooked food at all? What, what's, the, what's the reason for the ratio there? It's difficult to consume enough calories on a totally raw diet without eating an excessive amount of fruits and nuts and seeds. Uh, our vegetables are our most nutritionally dense foods, but they're not that rich in calories. And people that try to eat a totally raw diet, they're consuming a tremendous amount of fruit. And unfortunately, the fruits today, are many of them are hybridized and they have much more sugar. And they're too rich in sugar and we can't achieve optimal health consuming that much sugar. Even natural sugar that occurs in, a, in an apple or an orange or something like that. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And especially we don't want to juice such things. Speaking of juice powders, we don't want to do uh, fruit juices. Let's just establish that right off the bat, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we juice the vegetables, eat the fruits whole so you have the fiber intact to temper that release of the sugar into the bloodstream. Okay, very interesting. Well, we're talking about raw fruits and vegetables and enzymes and such with the Vice President of the Hallelujah Diet, Olin Idol. We'll be back with the more from The Health Awakening. Stay with us. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking with our guest, uh, Olin Idol from The Hallelujah Diet about enzymes and what they do in our body. And Olin, we got on the subject of uh, juice powders and that uh, fruit juice powders, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about vegetable juice powders and in the case of uh, the flagship product of The Hallelujah Diet, Barley Max, this is a barley grass juice uh, product. If someone thinks, well, that's a, that's a processed food, how can we have living enzymes in a processed food like Barley Max? Well, the key is in the processing. And anybody that's familiar with green juices will realize there's a lot of green juice powders on the market. And back in 2001, we were using a green juice powder and getting relatively good results with it. And 
we were introduced to a, a, a powder at that time that had been sitting in a bag under our president's desk. And we were gonna do some testing on a juice powder for another company they were coming out with. And so let's throw this in the mix. And we tested and lo and behold, it had better enzyme activity, better mineral content than the other products that they were getting ready to come out with. So at that point, we decided we had to make a change and we started making available what we call Barley Max. Mm. And uh, we learned, uh, we learned a lot about the processing of juice powders at that time. And uh, we had relied pretty heavily on the information the company gave us about the previous products. And we took them at their word. It was a raw powder processed properly. But mm -hmm. a year or two later, we brought on board our scientist, Dr. Michael Donaldson, PhD from Cornell University, chemical engineer. And we were able to do our own testing and verifying. And we found out a lot of times what we we're told isn't true. So don't believe what you see on the label, essentially. You can't always believe it. Just because it says it's raw, it doesn't mean it's raw. Mm. And the barley max is uh, it's, it's grown organically. It's harvested at the peak of nutrition before it ever produces any grain. And then when it's harvested, it's brought in immediately, washed, it's not sanitized. Mm. And then it's juiced. And that juice is dehydrated in a tall tower at a very low temperature so we don't destroy the enzymes. Hmm. Uh, many juice powders are spray dried, they're involved uh, heat in the processing, and they destroy the enzymes as well as heat sensitive nutrients. So you wanna be sure you truly have a raw powder. So there's three things that degrade uh, all kinds of supplements. Like some, some people see that these, uh, these powders or capsules are in a dark bottle, and there's a reason for that, because they're damaged by light, heat, and air, and I guess the same is true of this processing then. It is, yes, the processing makes all the difference in the world, yeah. Okay, now, I remember uh, when we decided to test again uh, the Barley Max. Uh, this was several years ago when I worked with you at the Hallelujah Diet, and, uh, and our, our boss, Paul, said that he wanted me to go to Whole Foods, the Whole Foods store, and get all of the competing products on the shelf. <laughs> and we were gonna test every one of them for it to see it with their enzyme activity. And uh, Barley Max was gonna be one of those, and I asked him, should I take one from the warehouse? And he said, no, get one that's opened already. That's okay, <laughs> we wanna sell all those in the warehouse. Get one that's open. So I found one in the office area, and, and of course we sent it away, and, and uh, the results were astounding. And I wanna get into the results with you in just a second here, but. I think it's worth noting that that Barley Max, uh, I checked the canister after we had sent it away, and it was six months expired. And yet, the results were? Living food, yes. living powder. Amazing, and it was, if I'm not mistaken, Barley Max, I mean, it wasn't just a little bit of a, uh, a difference between all of these juice powders. Barley Max was far and away more truly raw than the rest, was it not? Yes, it was, yes, absolutely. Yeah, now, now they were comparing it, uh, just tell us how, how that, that process went. Well, that was the beginning of what we now call the raw food lab. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, many people just, they're not aware of the information available on that lab. But uh, the green juice powders that we tested, uh, the enzyme activity was posted to those and it shows how they rank in enzyme activity, and depending on how they're processed, uh, is, you can tell in the ranking. Mm. So Barley Max was the top of the heap because of the superior processing that takes place. It has greater enzyme activity. And uh, you know we mentioned briefly the role of enzymes in our body, but if we're eating a, a powder that is alive or eating a raw food, then we know the heat-sensitive nutrients have not been destroyed as well. 
So there's more to it than just the enzymes, but that's our key measuring uh, component. Now, you mentioned the heat. I think that's worth noting as well, that when we get uh, raw juice, now a lot of places are offering raw juices, uh, true raw juices uh, at the store that they make in store and put them on the shelf, and after a couple of days, they get rid of them. But anything that is on the shelf at, say, you know, Walmart or places like this where they're not juicing in store, is that the same as juicing at home? And why or why not? Yeah. It is not, and if, if it's in a bottle and it's got a shelf life, it has been pasteurized, it's been subjected to heat, they've destroyed the enzymes so that they'll have shelf life for the juice. So if we destroy the enzymes, we've killed and minimized some of the heat-sensitive nutrients. So it's gonna be a much inferior way of trying to get your juices. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, there's just no substitute from juicing your own vegetables at home. Mm, except for maybe the Barley Max product, which we've... <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I tell folks, uh, you know, the Barley Max is the one juice powder that I tell folks is superior to the living food. And I say that because when you compare it to wheatgrass, a lot of mm. people will grow wheatgrass in a little sprouting tray. Uh, they put it in a couple inches of soil, plant the seed, they sit it in the windowsill in the sunshine, in just a few weeks, you've got some shoots at about uh, eight, 10 inches tall, and you can harvest them and juice them. With the seed for Barley Max, it's planted in the winter. It goes into heavily composted soil. And during the wintertime, those seeds start slowly germinating. They develop a root system that's going to extract nutrients from the soil. Early spring, the shoots start maturing very slowly and they have a complex sugar molecule as opposed to what the wheatgrass has in that sprouting tray. And you know, if you could grow wheatgrass, oatgrass, barleygrass the same way we grow barley, and then harvest at the peak of nutrition, then that would absolutely be the best. But when you can't do that, the Barley Max powder is the next best thing you can do. All right. Well, we're talking with Olin Idol. He is the vice president of the Hallelujah Diet. We're talking all about juicing and enzymes. And we'll be back with more from The Health Awakening. Stay with us. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking all about enzymes and barley grass and wheat grass and all of these wonderful things. Uh, Olin, we mentioned before that, uh, that when any kind of juice is pasteurized, we have to be careful of that because um, it's, it's damaged goods, essentially. Right. Uh, and that's because with enzymes, I think we need to explain that uh, every food has its own enzymes that will help break it down, in addition to being digested in our bodies, and in order to stop that, that's why you were saying that they have to stop the enzyme so it doesn't rot on the shelf, is that right? Right, if, okay. if they're gonna have shelf life, they're gonna preserve that juice so it doesn't go bad, they have to destroy the enzyme activity. It's gonna start digesting and it, it's gonna break down. Okay. And not be good after two or three days. So the raw food lab, uh, is looking into several things. I wanna start off with carrot juice. Uh, I know that you guys have looked into carrot juice uh, and the glycemic index there of carrot juice, getting off at the topic of enzymes for a minute. Now, uh, George Malkmus, the founder of the Hallelujah Diet, who introduced it both to you and you and I, um, he had helped reverse cancer in his own body by drinking just carrot juice. There wasn't a lot of science out there about all this before. Um, and he still achieved reversing the cancer. Um, so how does the glycemic index in carrot juice uh, come out? Because I know a lot of people say, that, well, there's a lot of sugar in carrot juice. You should not juice carrots alone. Yeah. Well, there is a lot of sugar in carrot juice, 
But uh, not only did George heal himself drinking one to two quarts daily, the Gerson Institute now for well over 60 years have used eight eight-ounce glasses of carrot juice. Just straight add, carrot juice. Straight carrot juice with a little Granny Smith apple in it. And then they get four green juices. We personally think it's better to cut that carrot juice to about two-thirds carrot and one-third greens and have a combination because we reduce the sugar content and that sugar load on the body. While it is the natural sugar, uh, we know sugars feed cancer, and the carrots sugar in generally doesn't feed the cancer, but it can spike the insulin uh, response and our blood sugar. And we have found that some folks drinking straight carrot juice would run a elevated cholesterol level because of the high triglycerides from the carrot juice. So better to dilute it with the greens and, and cut that sugar a little bit. Is that the same recommendation? I know, I know you've written a, a booklet on uh, diabetes. And if someone is wanting to do juicing with diabetes, is that the same recommendation or do they do even more green? Even more greens, maybe 50% carrot, 50% green. Oh, still do 50% carrot juice. Yeah, and they need to experiment individually. Some folks will be able to handle a higher percentage of carrot than others. Okay, Mm -hmm. now as far as the raw food lab goes, uh, what was the test done on carrot juice and what were you trying to determine? What what did the uh, results show? Well, with the the carrot juice portion on the raw food lab, our primary emphasis there was on the glycemic index and and demonstrating uh, the response. When we did our study, uh, we had a, a group of folks in it, and one of the individuals had to drop out of the study because the carrot juice, 16-ounce uh, glass, which is we only advocate 8 ounces, but we're using 16, I believe, in the study, that invoked such an insulin response, they had to drop out of the study. They actually did better eating a slice and a half of homemade whole wheat bread than they did carrot juice uh, on an empty stomach because of the insulin and glucose response. So. We put that information on the raw food lab so folks could really be aware of the impact that it has, potentially can have for an individual. But still, eight ounces uh, at a time seems to be... That's a reasonable serving that reasonable we serving. usually handle very efficiently. Okay. Now, there's a couple of other things you've tested there as well. Uh, almonds. What was the almond test all about? Well, several years ago, they came out and advocated that almonds have to be pasteurized. And folks were really stressed because they felt they couldn't get raw almonds. So we asked Dr. Donaldson, you know, let's check this out and see. So on the food lab, you'll truly, you'll find out which almonds still are raw, truly raw, although they are exposed to a mild pasteurization process. Uh, The almond is a little, you know, the nut's hard and it takes more heat to impact it and impact the enzymes. So uh, although it goes through that pasteurization process, most of them are still raw, but we rate them on there, the ones that are the best, and also we look at almond butters on there, the raw almond butters and okay. those that claim to be raw that aren't. So All right. A lot, lot of good information on the raw food lab. And so this is, this is again, a case of reading the word raw on a food label and not just assuming that it is 100% raw because that is not necessarily the case. Absolutely. You, you just... And, and I don't think folks are intentionally telling us something is raw that isn't, but they just, they don't know any better. And we didn't know until we did our research. Right. Yeah, they're, just like anyone else, they're trying to create a good product, they, they test it to a certain amount, and then the manufacturing starts, but it's going to be a little bit different uh, yeah. as you go along. Absolutely. All right, what else have you tested at the Raw Food Lab? I know there's some, something else you've tested. Uh, we looked at the difference in juicing and blending, oh, blending yes, salads. Oh, yes, that was it. Tell us about that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we actually found out that sometimes blending, you will have more enzyme activity than you do juicing. Uh, we were under the impression that in, in the blender with that high speed of those blades that you would destroy the enzymes. 
but in reality, you do not. You release more of them. Ah. And I tell folks, really, the difference in juicing and blending is if you're dealing with a chronic illness, you need the nutrition from six or eight pounds of vegetables a day. You need to juice them. You can't put six or eight pounds of produce in a blender and consume all of that fiber uh, and, and work through it efficiently. But, you know, if you need one or two glasses of juice a day, you can put uh, two or three pounds of produce in a blender, blend it up, drink it, and you're going to get pretty close to the same benefits you do juicing. All right. Well, we're talking about a blending and juicing and all kinds of things related to the Raw Food Lab from the Hallelujah Diet with the Vice President of the Hallelujah Diet, Olin Ida. We'll be back with more from the Health Awakening. Stay with us. Hey, I'm Scott Laird, host of the Health Awakening Show. Listen, if you're hearing this podcast right now and thinking, I like what these guys are talking about, I want to get that. Well, come over to my website, LairdWellness.com, because at LairdWellness.com, you can get all the best health products from the Health Awakening Show in one place. That's the whole point of my website. These products are the best you'll find anywhere. In fact, I use them myself. At LairdWellness.com, you can also watch the Health Awakening Show, read my blog, watch how-to videos, and lots more. So, if you hear something you like on today's podcast, you can get it right now at LairdWellness.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 10%. And welcome back to The Health Awakening. Before the break, we were talking with our guest, Olin Idol, Vice President of The Hell You Diet, about a new experiment they're doing at the Raw Food Lab with juicers. Tell us what's going on here. Yes, our scientist is currently evaluating the difference in various juicers. There's always a question people want to get ready to start juicing. They want to know which juicer is the best. And we'll be answering that question for you in the very near future. Okay. Well, that sounds very interesting. So the people can find that at the Raw Food Lab on the Hell You Diet website when the results come out. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Olin, thank you for joining us today. Been a pleasure. Thank and you. And thank you for joining us. Our guest today has been Olin Idol, Vice President of the Hallelujah Diet. You can watch the replay of this episode and get our complete show archive at healthawakening.tv. For more information about Barley Max and the Hallelujah Raw Food Lab, visit healthawakening.tv slash raw. And of course, you can also find Barley Max along with every other product you see on The Health Awakening here at my website, LairdWellness.com. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you for another Health Awakening. Thank you for joining us today on The Health Awakening. You can catch the replay of this episode and see our complete show archive at healthawakening.tv. For more information about our guests today and all they have to offer, please visit their website on the bottom of your screen. And please remember, the information you saw today is intended for educational purposes only. It is not medical advice, nor do the views expressed reflect those of this broadcaster. Should you choose to implement this information, please do so only with the assistance of a licensed medical professional. Neither the presenter nor this broadcaster assume any responsibility for any adverse effects or consequences that may result.